0: welcome to from the back Tease, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week
1: welcome to the from the back tees podcast today is wednesday june 30th as always we're brought to you by ghost golf ghost golf they're our exciting new partner who specializes in golf accessories and clothing They've developed a magnetic towel, which will soon become your seven irons best friend and your greenside caddy. Ghost Golf is an innovative company when it comes to golf accessories, just recently releasing their any day golf bag and have anything from hats to golf tees for your needs. Check out Ghost Golf at ghostgolf.com and sign up today to receive their newsletter and be up to date on their latest releases and golf news. With that, welcome everyone. We got an excellent show today, a pretty a bit of a change of pace here. We got a mix of golfer and star athlete from another sport. I'm here with Reed Martin. I'm also here with 14-time, 14 14-season 14 NFLer and pro bowler, Derek Anderson. How's it going, Derek?
0: Good, guys. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, Not thank you. To know, Derek, I have to ask,
2: Derek,
0: before we start,
2: do you identify yourself as a golfer or a football player now?
0: Um, don't really care much about football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: we'll, we'll get more into
0: that i'm sure but uh
2: going into the golf side of things where do you where do you play at and practice at do all your stuff and you travel or what do you do
0: um I, I play at whisper rock um in scottsdale and uh Silverleaf. and yeah i just that's where I, I spend most of my time at whisper rock Silverleaf's is kind of my spot where i take my kids and wife and do all that. Um I used to, uh, I used to loop out it um
2: soberly before I started doing a lot of my tour stuff and I love it oh, out man.
0: there. Ben Yeah Herb. no it's it's nice man. It's super nice. Do you know Ryan O'Toole. at all? Yeah I used you know to actually I used to work out with Ryan um and the gym. She worked out with the same trainer.
2: That's funny. That that's who I let you That's my full time player right now and she's she's awesome man.
0: Oh I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah I, I loop for Ryan yeah, it's
2: yeah, crazy. I, Zach told me you were coming on the pod. and I was like, damn, like, I bet you they know each other.
0: Yeah, so Brandon at PFS, uh, I trained with him for a long time. Uh, when I was playing, I got done. I just kind of do my own thing, so I just get fat instead.
1: So uh, we'll, we'll talk football a little bit, because obviously anyone tuning in here, they know you played in the NFL. Obviously, as a diehard Saints fan, you know, we remember you pretty well playing for Carolina. But, yeah, you played 14 years in the NFL. So talk to us a little bit about how you got started in football. And obviously we know you were a top college basketball – a top high school basketball player too, if I'm not correct. Did you also play golf when you were younger?
0: Um, I, you know, I started playing golf when I was probably four or five, something like that. My grandparents took me out on the course. Uh, they had a little cabin on the really old uh, nine holes in Oregon. I think it's actually the oldest nine holes in Oregon – Um, It was a resort at the mountain up in Welch's, Oregon. Uh, Kind of a fun little spot. That's kind of how I got into golf and started enjoying it and kind of always had a passion for it, just didn't really have time or money to do it. Um, And then when I got to college, I worked at the driving range. I picked the driving range, uh, and then started playing with some of the guys on the golf team. Uh, Started getting a little bit better, and then that was when I kind of got hooked on the golf. Uh, was probably like my sophomore, or junior year. I was pretty bad for a little while, but I mean, relatively bad because I was playing with the college guys. But uh, got pretty decent when I got out of college, and then started playing in the springs every off season uh, when we were training, and just kind of started playing with Trent Dilfer and uh, Phil Dawson quite a bit when I was in Cleveland, and yeah, and it kind of just took off from there, and then every other team I or city I went to, I grabbed more teammates and try to get more guys involved in it and turned it into a pretty fun thing. And probably my favorite thing to do other than chase my kids around.
2: <laughs> right. I love it, man. Hey, I got to ask. I'm a new – kind of a new um, – I live in Columbus now. I'm new to the area. If I'm going up to Cleveland, where am I playing?
0: Man, I, uh, I was a member at Sandridge, which is incredible. I'm assuming you've probably already played the golf club down there.
2: No, dude. I've, I've been trying to get on. I, I can't get
0: on. It's so that private. Place is, that place is super cool. I had a buddy that uh, took me down there a couple times. Super cool. Um, God, I'm trying to think where else. I played a Little Mountain. You've you got to go up to Little Mountain. I've heard of it. People have talked I'll to my i call buddy, my buddy Jimmy. Uh, runs it. And it's a fantastic spot. Uh, they have a couple. I can't remember the other one. They bought another golf course. And kind of paired it up. Uh, another good course. I don't know, man. There's, I mean, honestly, in Cleveland, it's shocking or Ohio in general, you can play a lot of great golf for seventy-five to hundred bucks. A lot of it, man. Yeah, and just, I, I really enjoyed that. Like, just kind of, my best friend uh, was playing for the <laughs> Lions when I was playing there, and so I'd either go up to Detroit, which shockingly up there in north of Detroit, they got some awesome golf too, um, and then he would come down. So we'd just find places to play all weekend and uh, bounce back and forth each weekend.
2: Now, I got to ask, Derek, my girlfriend's been giving me a hard time because I keep telling her the golf club is better than Double Eagle, but I've never been to either of them.
0: Have you played <laughs> Double Eagle at all? I haven't played Double Eagle. I heard it's fantastic. I wish, I mean, I, I there's a ton of them down uh, in Columbus and that that I haven't got to do yet. Um, right. Wish I could. I mean, I've gone through that. I tried to play at uh Scioto once when I was down there and it's just yeah. it's so hard to get on them too, you know? Very hard. It's
2: it's it reminds me of the private courses here remind me a lot of the ones in Scottsdale where you have your membership and besides that it's hard to get on.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just what it is. Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I totally get it. It's like dudes, you go to the golf course and you already have a game at the course, so it's not you know, right. the guys don't bring a ton of guests. Um, yeah, it kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, kind right. of. <laughs> kind
1: of. Kind of is the key key two words there. Right. So, once you retired, you retired in 2018, if I'm not mistaken? Uh,
0: not, I think it was 19. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, it feels like.
1: Sure. <laughs> I mean, with COVID, everything goes slowly.
0: After right? that, was
1: it full on? You're going hard in golf because – you could tell everyone here where where you've gotten with your golf game, how much you've improved, where you're at now.
0: Um. Yeah. I I went from kind of like I said when I was in college, I was probably eight. Then I got down to kind of like a five. I was probably four or five for a lot of my career, early in my career, and then I kind of got down to a zero, and I kind of bounced back and forth between a zero and a plus two. Just kind of depends on how much practice I put in. Um. Yeah, like I mean honestly it just became very passionate about it. Um you know when I retired I played a bunch of different balls and all those sort of things and actually playing <laughs> playing one next week that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, you know I just I really enjoy trying to get better at it. I'm not I mean I'm pretty good most of the time but I'm not as good as I would like to be so it's, it's just kind of keep grinding on it and I kind of got a funky swing so I try to get <laughs> I'm trying to get this or, you know, I get across the line at the top. I'm trying to get rid of that. Right. Uh, just some bad habits. You guys know how it goes. If you and uh, –
2: you play with Ben Herman much? Oh, yeah. Well, Who, who gives who shots there?
0: He, he crushed me this year. I beat him once this year, maybe twice. He was ridiculous. He had – I played with him the last two times we played with him. He had a putt for 62 on 18. And then the other day, he shot 64. Yeah. So Herman, again, got, Herman's a
2: good player, dude.
0: He can play, man. He's been playing awesome you know, the last year or so. Um, but he, he has to get me shots. I, he used to make me play them straight up. He started just waxing me. I'm like, dude, you're going to have to get me a couple. This is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> he likes the good old straight up game. Life, oh, sure. he
0: doesn't post his scores, so he's like a zero all the time.
2: Right. <laughs> right. He just goes and plays golf. Zach, yep. for, you, for, for you, that's the, uh, the owner of Silverleaf. He, ben has turned that place into a fun place to go, man.
0: He really yeah, has. Yeah, he yeah. has. So he's done a great job. Uh, he, had, he hosted uh, like Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey yeah. and those guys early this spring um, or maybe late in the second. I can't remember. May, maybe. They came out and they said it was the best, funnest golf experience that they'd ever had. Yeah. So yeah. you know, just go, you know, have music on and be able to kind of drive where you go and play as many guys as you want as long as you finish in four hours. Uh, it's, it it makes a it's a little dip change of pace, but it's a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. They get seven, They
2: get some seven and eight balls going out there, but they still they still they still cruise and go, man.
0: We played nine one day and played in 350. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> the way golf should
0: be. I agree.
1: Well, uh, you said you're around uh, around a scratch golfer. According to your Wikipedia, you're six six two thirty five. So I feel like it would be an iconic moment to have you and Reed out there. Reed, I don't know what you uh, measure in on on the tape, but you guys probably just both hit it like seven hundred yards combined.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you took if you took Derek and I and put in a little team team scramble, there'd be some lines taken on some
1: holes that wouldn't be seen by many other teams. Reed, what what's your uh, what what do you think come in at?
2: Oh about six four, six four and a half and two
1: fifty. Yeah, see, I mean no one would imagine you got a PGA tour, you got a caddy, an LPGA tour caddy, and a former NFL quarterback. Maybe I like, have to be linemen.
0: <laughs> I
1: get I got a
0: little chubby early in COVID and they gave me somebody thought I was a tight end. I was like, Jesus, I know I have put on a couple pounds, but not that much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey tight shit yeah so what's your aspirations for golf? Are you planning to just do it casually or are you going to try to go the Tony Romo route and maybe attempt to play some corn ferry tour events, get some exemptions try to make the u s
0: um that's a bit extreme at the moment, but uh, you know i just I'd really like to try and play the u s g a um, you know the mid am and then I've, I've really just kind of started playing a lot of um, four ball events, trying to get in more of them kind of around the country and I'm playing one at uh, Castle Pines uh, this week, which is a very fun, very fun event. Uh, I don't know, just kind of being in and competing against other guys. You know, a lot of them are ex-college golfers and guys that have you know really long lines of uh, golf in their veins. And it's just kind of fun to go out there and compete. And last year we somehow I don't remember what we finished, but we did pretty good last year in this tournament. My buddy and I, both of us played in the NFL, and Oh, it's just—it's kind of—it's fun for us. It's fun to go, kind of compete, and you know, see how we can do.
2: I'm sure it's fun going to new golf courses and getting to see different layouts and mountain layouts and desert layouts and you know what have you. Castle Pines up there in Denver, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a, it's a man. This place is crazy. You know, you don't even know what the. Obviously, it's a mile high, but the ball goes so damn far up there. It is. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I'm in Flagstaff, and the ball goes far up here. But last year, I was trying to – it was the first year my partner had been there. And I'm like, dude, you could be like 195. It might be 8-iron, maybe 9-iron. He's like, no way. I'm like, like, I swear. Just try it a couple times.
2: And the ball just flies and flies and flies. It doesn't look like it's
0: coming down. No. And it's it's really hard to get used to. You know, you you get a yardage that you're kind of used to, and you're looking at the club going – there's no way I'm hitting fifty degree from one fifty. Like right. it just doesn't seem right. <laughs> All this travels, man. That's yeah. sure. We've
1: had uh we've had Danny Woodhead on the podcast. I'm sure you I don't know if you're friends with him, you both big golfers. He mentioned a lot how he played because he just needed that competitive spirit after retiring. Were you the same way or were you just like you love golf and didn't give a fuck? I, I
0: had kind of when I was playing I'd started playing some more competitive events. Um so I was kind of already in that space a little bit, but it's definitely um, something that I need. Um, not, you know, maybe played too much. So I cut a few of them out this year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, it's a great deal. Like Danny played a uh, tournament we played. It used to be uh, Stan Humphrey's event in San Diego. I know he played when I played a couple of years ago. And, I mean, a ton of ex football, baseball, basketball, you know, actors, comedians, and it was just play your own ball. And uh, it was an awesome event. And some of those things, like I played Tahoe three or four times. I can't remember if it might have been only three. But, you know, that that's one of the funnest events to play. It's, you know, some of your peers and, you know, other sports, you can end up to it. And uh, it's, a, it's a great way to compete. Some guys don't go there to compete, but every year I went, I went there to compete. <laughs>
1: Yeah, is, there, is there somewhat of a competitive nature between the NFL crew who now, who now golfs? It seems to be trending that way. I know hockey, like everyone golfs NFL. It seems to be just be trending that way.
0: Yeah, it's getting You know, more and more guys starting to play. Um, you know, it was early on. There wasn't a ton of guys, mostly just kickers and quarterbacks. Um, when I was in Carolina, we, I got Luke out and a bunch of our linebackers and, um, Greg Olson would go out and play with us here and there, and uh, I mean, it was a just a fun deal. I mean, I think the more guys you can get in like that in the football world doing it, it's great. Especially in after you know when we, everybody retires, being able to get together and go play golf. Or you know, I I play with a bunch of baseball guys down here um, for the most part, but we and we all have kids kind of the same age, so we like drop our kids off and just meet at the course at nine o'clock and go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who are some of the best guys? Obviously, we know Romo, but outside of uh, I play a lot with Mark
0: Mulder, who's he's won the Tahoe event I think three times. Um, Kyle Loesch, Cody Ross. Loesch um, plays kind of, ah. What's that, Bob? Loesch plays out there quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's kind of a lot of the time. It's me, Mark, and Kyle, and yeah. then we grab we grab another guy, um, just because we're all kind of on the same schedule right now, which is kind of fun and, uh, but yeah yeah, we, we got a good you know a good crew of guys and up here in Flagstaff we got a ton of retired baseball guys too so I play with a bunch of those guys up here too
1: yeah I mean that's great Reed you got anything else otherwise we want to go on to the tournament this week
2: I got one I got one question for you and it's pretty simple what's the hardest hole at Silverleaf there and I've got I've got a hole in mind. 10 10. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it's, yeah,
0: absolutely. That's the only one that if you get through 10 and you're playing well, you might not make a bogey. Yeah. I mean, coming home, you got so
2: many birdie opportunities. For our listeners, if you get a chance to go play out at Silverleaf, this uh, golf course, Ben Herman's turned into a friggin', it's fun, man. You show up and it's, you got a beer in your hand two seconds later, music blaring or whatever you want. It's a fun track. So get out there and check it out.
0: For sure, for sure. They're doing an awesome, like, sports bar at the driving range now, too, that's going to be sweet. Oh, really? Yeah, like, turning that whole outside cabana area into, like, a sports bar with, like, a 100-inch, 200-inch TV that faces the range and, like, doing a really cool deal. So, just kind of adding to the pieces that he's done, and, you know, things will kind of keep growing from there, I bet. Yep.
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, this week, it's the Rocket Mortgage (coughs) Classic. Reed, I know you, you've had some good luck there. I'm pretty sure when you were with Mark Hubbard, you guys came 12th or 13th.
2: Was it 12th? It, it was something like that. I was trying to remember. I know we played well. We, uh, I know we um,
1: were in the hunt for a
2: little while on, like, late Friday, early Saturday last year. Uh, I think one, two back for a while. Um, but, yeah, we, uh, I'll tell you what. I remember making a nice paycheck there, so that's always good. But, uh yeah, good golf course, man. It's um, that's that's the tournament we played with Deschambeau on Saturday, I believe, and that's where the
1: whole uh,
2: yes. the whole camera crew action went down, where you started yelling at the camera guy because
1: he's oh, in his face. Right. Yeah, look, well, well, eh, the one time you played with him, what content we got out of that? But.
2: oh, dude, I I still have it's still in my mind so vividly that
1: it's, I mean, I it's fucking hysterical, honestly. Yeah, of so course. You give the preview because the people want uh, – I can't give a good preview. You were out there.
2: It's a driver's golf course. Someone who can, who can hit the fairways, straight line, not overly long. Uh, the par fives will be gettable. I mean, Mark's not the longest player. We were, we were able to get home on a lot of them last year. Um, you're going to want someone who's, uh, like I said, a high-percentage fairway ball hitter, uh, someone who can putt a little bit, and someone who's been maybe a hot as of late. Um, should I just give up my pick at right now, Zach?
1: Yeah, go. I got one question first though. Do you think Bryson's win last year? Obviously, he bombed it. I think it was the longest yeah. average driving distance of a winner over 350 yards. Do you think it was more of an anomaly, or do you think he'll be able to do it again?
2: It's a golf course that fits him. I mean, like I said, I, you're gonna want someone who hits fairways, but at the length he hits it, he takes a lot of that trouble out of play on that golf course. So, and he can, he can. There's two or three greens, like number one and. Number two, he can get close and he can drive some par fours out there. I mean if he's if he's hitting it well, I don't see why not. I remember standing on him next to the range last year. At this tournament, Mark and I were warming up. It might have even been on like Wednesday. And D Chambeau's next was just that's when he started getting his length when he you know came back from COVID. So it wasn't too far too long after that. And we're watching him get hit golf balls on the range and the things are still going up as Mark's ball is landing. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, for this golf course, uh, my pick is, uh, I think, Hideki. Hideki's going to – he kind of has kind of that mix of some length and some accuracy. That's my guy.
1: What a dick move. I don't take Mackenzie Hughes every week. Yeah, well,
2: I'm taking Hideki this week, and I'm going long shot with uh,
1: Will Gordon. Don't hate it. Derek, do you follow the PGA Tour or mostly just play? No, I watch it.
0: I watch it. I do. I uh... I do pool, you know, the golf pools and
1: all that stuff, and that's sort of a that's sort of a rarity. I feel like, Reed. I don't know if I'm mistaken. I feel like a lot of the guests we have don't actually follow golf. Like we we bring on PGA, we bring on caddies. They're like, now nah, yeah. we don't even watch. Yeah, a I lot
2: don't, of people down there They're they're in it so much they don't want to watch.
0: I uh I, I play a lot with a bunch of the guys um at Wis Rock, and so it's and I mean I gotta watch them, especially when they're playing well. But I'm always checking on it. And, you know, when I'm feeling frisky, betting on it. <laughs> yeah, feeling frisky. Do you play with Wyndham at all? Yeah. You play with Wyndham? Yeah, Wyndham's a yeah. good dude. Wyndham's awesome. Yeah, Wyndham's awesome. I, I still get enamored with how far he hits it. It Doesn't look like he's hit like swinging at it at all. Sends it,
1: dude, we talking so about Clark. Clark, the same Wyndham I'm thinking. Yeah,
2: yeah Clark, dude. He he ships it. He should be he should be FedEx's friggin' logo, man. He sends it, and it doesn't even look like he's swinging at it. Right. It's so true.
1: Yeah, he, I mean, everyone talks about Bryson, but I think Wyndham, Finau, and Champ all hit it, like, just as far. How about that other
0: kid that was in the U.S. Open? That oh, is...
1: yes. Oh, the South African?
0: Stupid. Uh, hold on,
2: hold on. His name was uh, – I got it right here for you. Yeah. Uh... It's like uh,
1: or something. Huh?
2: No, no, no! It was real European. It was um, Garrick Hego. No,
1: not Hago. The other guy. Oh, the oh, other long yeah. boy.
2: Other, other German name or whatever we couldn't pronounce.
1: Noonbauer.
2: Yes.
0: Noonbauer. Whatever. The, yeah. The, that was ridiculous. If you look at his, nobody said much about him during the week. I mean, I had one thing, I think, on the telecast, but he was hitting it just as far as every one of those other guys. I know Jason
1: is, like, pissed that he's, like, he thought he had (laughs) everyone beat, and now all these guys are just hitting it as far.
0: I think those other guys already had that gas, and they just decided they saw him start going after it. They're like, well, maybe I'll have the heat. Maybe I should try it. (laughs) It was a sneaky, sneaky hits as far as Brandon Hickey. Brandon I
2: mean,
0: Hagey ships it too. Yeah. He I, sh- I shouldn't say sneaky. He ships it. He ships it. I got play him day. a little bit. He'll hit he hits this driving iron that flies my driver sometimes. And I'm like,
1: well, who are you incredible. Got this week, Derek. We'll go to you. you give us- Man, I was
0: just thinking about it. I was trying to think. I didn't I didn't do a very good job of running my uh, guys, but off the top my guys that I like to watch, Ches Reevy drives it on a rope, hits it straight, puts it good. He yeah. should play there. I know he hasn't been playing well as of late, but he should play there. I don't even know if Zala Torres was playing this week, but that kid absolutely strikes yeah, it. he is. Um, I don't know. Those are kind of like – I like, when I'm picking guys, I always I kind of try to pick in the middle somewhere. Somewhere I know the guy's, you know, a good ball striker. Somewhere um, where you can get some I... What's that, buddy? Somewhere where you can get some odds. Yeah, exactly. But if I'm, you know, my little golf pools, I do all the major pools. Then I actually do a little research. I maybe ask a few guys, uh, you know, all those stats guys out there on tour. I'm like, hey, what's this guy's stats look like on this course, and how everything matches out? And they can kind of—it's crazy. I mean, you know, you can they, those stat guys kind of have a guys pegged like where they should play well and where they shouldn't, essentially based on
1: the way they play. <laughs> Absolutely. Check I mean, out the daily fantasy guys. That's basically what it is.
0: It's crazy. But there's, I mean, like, God, I can't remember the name. You probably know there's, there's like two or three guys. One of the guys is like Hortsey, who works out on the tour. I know he works with like uh, maybe Kucher, Snedeker, a few of those other guys. Like,
2: there's, a, there's like several group. guys who do like basically shot analysis of where the ball should be going into yeah. this.
1: Fawcett like the, he's the huge guy now. Yeah, right.
0: Big. Well, yeah, kind of even more in depth than Scott, though. Like, I, I have Scott's program and look at it, and I'm not very good at it because I can't hit the same shot three times in a row. But, um, like, they can tell you, like, on a certain hole, like, where essentially you can miss it every single time and, like, what guys have made from every spot they've hit it. Yeah. It's which incredible. Is insane. They break yeah. it down to the, to the absolute basics. So, like, you could get – like, if you're, you get it in your yardage book, you just look at it and be like, yeah, you make 10 over there, bud. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's yeah. 10. Like, long left is 11. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Let's that's... keep it short here. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll be terrible. I Give me the bag one time. I always say I'm going to win. I'll probably lose the tournament on the first tee. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the completely wrong golf shot.
1: Zach, who are you taking this week? uh my pick for my like you said i'm not going to go with any of the huge favorites but jason kokrak i feel like it's like a mini Bryson guy he's another guy who just low-key bombs it off the tee also an incredible putter now which was like a huge problem early in his career now one of the best putters on tour but listen to this long shot i don't know how aware you are of him Mito Pereira. yeah from chile one the is a corn well- fairy player Won his last two Corn Fairy events, got him the automatic promotion to the tour. Top ten in five of his last six Corn Fairy tour events. This guy, he's three years older than Neiman, so it's like he's been around a while. This guy's a stud. He makes birdies. He made like 28 birdies last week, or two weeks
2: ago, I guess. He's been around for a while in the Corn Fairy, man. He's a good player. It was just a matter of time before he got
1: his promotion. And I feel like this event is just who can make the most birdies. I mean, people were saying that they think the winning score is going to be lower than uh, 25 under. Someone That's... made 28 birdies last week. If you can make 28 birdies, it doesn't matter where. True. That is true. I can't make 28 birdies in four rounds of mini pots. so. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just going around crushing it. Give yourself a little credit. Some credit, Zach. Come on now. You guys are the good golfers here. I'm just the guy who uh, writes about golf, talks about golf. We're in not Canada. We're in either. Toronto. It's cold here. We can't play golf all year round.
2: Speaking of which, uh, Zach, we need a
1: uh, live update on the uh, Montreal Canadiens game. What's the score? The score? Currently 1-0 Tampa Bay. I'd like ah. not to talk about it. Listen to this bad beat. I mean, this is an all-time story. Derek, I don't know. Are you a big hockey guy or somewhat of a hockey guy? or couldn't A little be? bit. A little bit. So the tickets to these HABS games are selling for like five, six thousand dollars US. Yeah. Someone what? gave my father two tickets to game six. And those tickets are selling for like fifteen grand. First of all, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm like, so then I'm told like now I get to go to game six. It might not make it to game six. I was gonna say, you're gonna make it that far. Exactly. What a bad beat that would be to be able to finally get tickets. And not be able to go. But I why will are they be they there so excited. Sorry? Well, why, why is it so expensive? Because they're only, so unlike your country, ours is not quite as bright yet. We haven't gotten past that. So uh, we're still only allowing 3,000 people into the arena.
0: Oh, well, I wouldn't really call
1: our country bright, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. A good comparison the Montreal Canadiens fans are like Buffalo Bills fans. I uh, Love it. Great comparisons. There. Like Complete lunatics. Unfortunately, they will destroy the city now, regardless of if they win or lose, but it is what it is. It is I what love it, it is. <laughs> but, uh, to close things off, Reed, give us some uh, trivia. Derek, every time on the show, we always have a nice little trivia segment. Reed's a uh, huge trivia guy. Sometimes
2: they're it. stupid. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're actual facts. Uh, this one... I'm convinced you guys are going to get it wrong. All right. The PGA Tour is in Detroit this week, so I'm doing a little Detroit trivia. Detroit has more registered what than any other city in the United States? Sex offenders. A, voters,
1: B, cars, C, boats, or D, bowlers. The fact that sex offenders wasn't an option is a disgrace. (laughs) <laughs> What's the answer, Zach? I'm gonna go with cars. It's too
0: obvious. I'm going with bowlers. That's it. It's too yeah. obvious.
2: More <laughs> registered bowlers in Detroit than anywhere else in the
0: country. They got some nice bowling alleys up there. I've been there. Really? Yeah. I have. They have some nice. They had, like back in the day we, we, when my buddy was playing up there. They had a cool little spot before. Whatever that big bowling arcade deal is now, it was like a kind of the, fore, the forecoming of what it is now. Right. It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, man. I like, I like to bowl a little myself, so I saw that, and I was like, oh, I'll have to use that one. But, yeah, it uh, kind of caught me off surprise. I mean, I thought I was going to throw in cars there and someone take cars because of, you know, Detroit. But,
1: fuck, <laughs> I guess that didn't work. Well, it did. I'm the sucker that voted cars. Since <laughs> have to register to bowl? <laughs>
0: I I think it's just, like, part of, like, a bowling association.
1: Interesting. Like a golf handicap system. Right.
2: You learn something new every day, Zach.
1: You learn something. Well, with that, fellas, everyone learned something incredible today. Derek, thanks so much for the time. I I think people are going to love it, having you on a different perspective, and hopefully we'll be able to have you on soon. For sure. Thank
0: you guys for having me.